for junkies. going on golf addicts it's the tour junkies DraftKings preview for the arnold palmer invitational 2022 i'm db i got pat perry with me it's gonna be a great show tonight we just did the uh we did the thing with the thing on the betting show we're getting pumped uh getting excited for arnold palmer week the field is strong we're ready to go we're gonna give you some gpp plays we're gonna give you some cash plays today Huh? If you're one of those people that message us about cash plays all the time, give us a thumbs up right now. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, all that kind of stuff. All right. Honk if you're driving, you're listening on podcasts, honk your horn. Honk your horn for cash plays right now. Great stuff. Good job. Um, Presented to you by our friends at Fantasy National, the place to go for all your PGA Tour betting stats, DFS stats, you know, ownership calculations lineup generators, recent form, course history, build your own models, all that good stuff. All the stats we've been talking about for four years now come from fantasynational.com. And if you go to fantasynational.com slash TJ, then whatever membership level you choose, weekly, monthly, or annual membership, you get 20% off that membership. And if you decide you love it and you want to upgrade to the monthly or annual membership, then you still get to keep the 20%. It's great stuff. We love our friends at Fantasy National. It's the place to go. It's a one-stop shop. It takes care of everything that you need. Check it out, fantasynational.com slash TJ. There's a link in the description of the podcast. Pat, uh, I am excited, buddy. First of all, I, I, I didn't mention this early enough in, in the betting show, but tomorrow's your birthday, and happy birthday to Pat. It's his birthday, and I'm excited about it. March 1st, you know, our, our precious Patrick was born. He came out the womb. He had been sharing a mm-hmm. sack for almost 10 months with his brother, Chris. Happy birthday yeah. to DirecTV Perry as well tomorrow. Um, if, if everyone watching on YouTube could go ahead and put in the comment your favorite Pat memory, whatever, however long you've been listening. Maybe you're, you've only been listening a week, and, you, and your favorite Pat memory is the Sepp Straka 140 Sepp Straka. to 1. Yeah outright hit that he gave you on his betting card for free last week and he also talked about him on the show and we talked about him on DraftKings after dark bravo to you pat but maybe that's your favorite pat memory but whatever it is put that in the youtube comments it helps us out also hit the thumbs up hit the subscribe button pat happy birthday buddy i'm excited about about your day tomorrow thank you yeah it's a busy work day i don't really have much going on so uh, you know, but whatever. I'm gonna celebrate Friday. I'm gonna play golf on Friday, so that'll be the day of celebration. Oh. But um, yeah, I'm just glad you didn't make hints towards my my age because you're an ageist. I said this <laughs> I did, I, times. I did that on the betting show. I'm not gonna do it again. Um, hey, podcast you tonight? You know, I I, I kind of switched it up on everybody. I've been, you know, I'm always doing liquor drinks tonight. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I don't know why, man. I just I'm feeling the Guinness. I'm feeling the yeah, Guinness tonight. A Guinness in a can. But I told you about my pour, and so I, I decided not to hold off on this. I'm going to pour it for you right now. Yeah, live. I really wanted to see this because you, okay. you, you said you had a special way, and you yeah. watched videos on pouring. I did. Now, I'm assuming it's pouring only from a can. Like, yeah, yeah. Not the other pour. Because another pour, like the other pour. I don't have a tap in my house. Yeah, they have a lot more more nuances. Yeah, but believe it or not, like even on YouTube, you'll find uh, 12 different ways to pour from a can. But I, I tried about three or four different ones, and the way that I've I've landed on is my favorite way. So I'm gonna do. Are a, you gonna tell us when you do this how you know it's been a good pour? Or yes, like I'll whether show you. Or not you f this up or not? No, I'll show you. Okay. Some people say you open it and let it sit there for a minute. I don't do that. I like to open it, and get it right in there, let the nitrogen start going to work right in the glass. So hang on one second. Here we go. Let's see. You hear it? You hear the nitrogen? Hear it singing? Oh. And then that's like a little whistle to it, like a a songbird. You go 45, 45 for a minute until it's about halfway. And then bang, straight in the middle and and hard like you mean it. Just hard, straight in the middle, all the way. Shake out the last little. That looked pretty good. I think you did a good job. So that's how you know. See the caramel color right there? Yeah. And then it just gradually. And it gradually works up. The darkness gradually works up. Yep. That caramel color right there is the nitrogen doing its job, working up there, and you just let it sit. You got to watch it. It's tempting to go ahead and make it, take it down, but you just got to let it do its thing. I'm excited. I love. I this is 
I have gotten into Guinness this year. I got I got to shout out my boy Mike O'Neill. He's who put me on to Guinness. Literally in 2021, maybe. Yeah, 2021. I got into Guinness. So here we are. Cheers, cheers, Pat. What are you drinking? Cheers. Well, I also have a beer. Um, you know, I'm celebrating Sepp Straka and yeah. the Georgia Bulldogs, which this is the year of the dog. I mean, it's there's no doubt at this point that this is the year of the dog. Okay. Yeah. Hudson Swafford won. Long shot bet. Would you hit him at 150 to one? Uh, no, 250 to one, brother. 250 to one. You had Straka last week, 140 to one. So I'm so having good. a little uh, a little brew from uh, the Creature Comforts mm-hmm. Brewing Company, which is out of Athens, Georgia. It's a beautiful which is where company. The University of Georgia is, and it's uh, you know Athens is called the Classic City. So this is Classic City Lager. And um, yeah, pretty good. It's it's not not too heavy or anything like a Guinness that you're drinking. Now this is just a good you know golf course beer or whatever. I mean, you can drink this anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, good stuff. Hey, speaking of Guinness, our friend uh, over there in Northern Ireland, Mark Hill, is back this week. The DP World Tour is back in action for the magical Kenya Open. Magical magicians. Do you like magicians? <laughs> uh, some magicians, yeah. I mean, I've seen magicians I don't like, but yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm all right with a magician. Now, do I want my kid to be a magician? Magicians no. Make me, magicians make me uncomfortable. That doesn't surprise me in the least. In the yeah. least. I, I don't know about magicians. Should we put that on the betting wheel, Sam, that Pat has to like, spend a day at like magician school or something if he loses a bet? I, I just, I, I don't, there's something about magicians that's off. Okay. okay, and they they scare me a little bit. Okay, they can do things that most people can't, but they're sneaky because they're not. They're doing actual sleight like of hand. Pe- sleight of hand. People think it's magic, but it's really not. It's just stuff to trick people. Okay, but do you believe that like Chris Angel is is doing that, or do you think he's like got a higher power as he's, he's working with? No, no, none of these people do. Okay, now the only one is the dude that can levitate. Chris Angel really. levitated. He did. Yeah. Who's the other guy though? Uh, David. David. Um. David Blaine. David. David Blaine. Blaine yeah. Impresses me, but it's because of the way he does it. He's so deadpan, and he's just like, "What? I'm a, I'm a dumbass. I'm a dumbass, but I can do some crazy <laughs> magician work." Okay. But magicians in general, yeah, are people that I, I just I I I'm not. Uh, I'm not a fan of our boy. Our boy Charlie O in the chat says he saw Copperfield five times in Vegas, and he may be the devil. But I mean, I, I do think there's some of that stuff that's just you. You have something going on that's not not human. All right, what are we talking about? God, this is the, the DraftKings show. The DP World World whatever is yeah. in the Mark in will the have land of Kenya. <laughs> Mark will have a magical show. Uh, this week, dropping on the DP World Tour Junkies podcast feed, wherever you listen to podcasts, check that out, and also here on the YouTube channel. Also this week, uh, I've got a bunch of new content rolling out. Day one of DB being full-time is today, so it's a big week for the Tour Junkies, you know? And uh, I've, I've dropped the, the live betting odds reaction video yeah. this morning, whatever, no big deal. Tomorrow, I'm going to do a head-to-head betting uh, show. I'm going to talk through some of my favorite head-to-head betting lines, but the reason that's important to you if you're just a DFS player is because I want to talk about them in reference to some ownership, potential you know, early ownership thoughts, like is this guy who's being talked up a lot and really chalky, you know, a dog to another guy who's like half, half that projection. So talking about the betting, the head-to-head matchups and kind of what it may mean for the DFS plays as well. Uh, and then, so one big change is moving forward on the Tour Junkies podcast, we will no longer have the course breakdown on this show. Everybody's <laughs> sad. I know Pat's been doing it for seven years and we're sad, but it's just better if I can get it out earlier. Now that I'm full time, I'm going to do that. And I'm going to try to have it out by Monday mornings at the latest. This week, it came out on Sunday. It's on the YouTube show. Or it's on the YouTube channel and it's on the podcast feed. It's 12 minutes and it's everything you need to know. Key stats, key uh uh, features of the golf course, trends, player quotes about Bay Hill, and just getting into Bay Hill and what you need to know about it before you go about picking your DraftKings lineups or handicapping it from a betting perspective. That will be every week, so check that out as well. More content to come. It's going to be a good week. Next week, though, I'm excited. Me and Pat are going to do the Players' Championship preview in person, live in Savannah, in Pat's 
magical studio space that he has up there. We're going to be together. It's going to be a good time. I'll be on my way to the Players' Championship for Tuesday. I'll be out there Tuesday and Wednesday. If you're out there and you see me, holler. Love to meet you guys. Uh, love to chat. I'll be walking around. It's going to be a good time. But I'm, I'm most excited that I get to go see Pat and we get to do the show live. We're going to have a nut up or shut up episode next week uh, where the winner is going to win a pretty sweet prize I'll tell you about in just a second. But Pat, uh, I'm excited to see you next week, man. It's going to be a good time. Yeah, I am too. It's going to be fun. And uh, I bet we're going to drink a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, we are. Um, the nut up or shut up contestant next week who, you know, we only choose the contestants straight from the Nut Hut. If you're not in the Nut Hut, you don't get chosen. Duh. Is going to win a lovely new, brand new Ventus driver shaft from Fujikira. Our friends at Fujikira have been sponsoring the podcast for almost a year now. And they're also sponsoring really good players on the PGA Tour. And those players are winning with the Ventus and the Ventus TR shafts and the various Ventus models in their drivers, in their fairway woods, in their hybrids. It's the number one wood shaft on the PGA Tour. Cam Smith won with, uh, at the Century with the Ventus shaft. Tom Hoagie won at the Pebble with the Ventus shaft. Scotty Scheffler won at the Waste Management with the Ventus shaft. They're crushing it, okay? And the new Ventus TR is uh, it's a new mid-launch, low-spin profile with new material added for additional stability. And the TR is the new addition to the Ventus line. You can find the Ventus TR or other Ventus shafts through Fujikira. Available online for $350 or through custom fittings at any charter dealer. So if you're going to get a driver, if you're going to get a new fairway wood or hybrid, you got to get fit. Even if you suck, get fit. But make sure they sell Fujikira when you do. And thank you to Fujikira for sponsoring the podcast. Uh, We'll get into the other announcement here in just a little bit. But Pat, let's get into the DFS side of things tonight. You know what I mean? We're not going to talk course breakdown, key stats, but anything strategy-wise that stands out to you, and maybe not right now, like just thinking about construct building lineups, you know, looking at plays, because that's the thing we don't get a chance to talk about a lot on here because we're trying to get to the picks. Maybe it's something that I can cover in some strategy videos uh, now that I'm full-time, but, you know, playing the game of DFS is different than betting. You know, you're betting... We're all in this together. You know, everybody put your arms around each other. You know, we ready. Let's do the whole song and let's attack and bend over our bookies collectively. You know what I mean? We can all win together. We can all sweat together. I can share my, my insight with you. You can share your insight with me. And it's no big deal. At DFS, we're playing against each other, right? It's a different game. So, you know, ownership becomes a thing. Leverage becomes a big part of what we do. We don't talk about it enough sometimes. But also... The things that you consider week to week are, are dynamic. You know, for one week, it might be a little more course history. One week, it might be a little more of this stat, a little, little less of this stat. Anything standing out to you so far when it's coming to, you know, determining how you're going to attack the DFS slate here for, uh, for the Arnold Palmer? Well, I, I think the, the most initial thing that first stands out to me is I don't want to really have a balanced lineup um, in, in, my DP, in my tournament play. So, and here's why. For the most part, we tend to see your favorites, you know, not necessarily, you know, very top of the board guys, but a lot of your favorites win this golf tournament. I mean, it's it's always a good field. It's a tough course. Um, now, Tiger skewed that a little bit because he won this tournament eight times. And mm. then you had a guy like Matt Every that won here twice. Incredible. But still, for the most part, we're not going to see a whole lot of long shot here win. So. I like a lot of guys at the top of the board. I'm not a big fan of the guys in the middle in that 8K range. And then I do think there's some really good plays in the low 7K range and maybe even the high 6K range. So for me, I think I'm going to gravitate towards more of your studs and duds. I might try to fit, you know, even, you know, if it's a a Willie's D at 9,400 with a Rory or something like that. That's giving away two plays, but still, I don't care. Um... So I like playing guys up top, and I want to have at least two guys over 9K in my lineup, and then I'm going to build from there. So that really, for me right now, initially on Monday, is is the strategy. You know, a guy in the 9Ks that I love, a guy in the over 10Ks that I love, and then I'm going to build in from there. Uh, okay, I thought that's where I was going to lean at first, but I will say the 8K range, there are a few names in the 8K range, really two, but I could all, probably be on three by the time it all you know comes to wash uh that i, I just think, i really love 
I think in the 8K range, if I'm going to take a guy, I'm going to go a little nut. I'm going to go a little crazy with guys that I think are going to be super low-owned in that range. Okay. And I don't want to play anybody that I think is going to be chalky in the 8K range. Oh, there, there's one name in there that I would play chalky or not. Like, because, you know, you can eat some chalk. You just don't need to eat a lot yeah. of it. All right. So we differ a little bit in the strategy, but that's okay. That's what happened. Yeah. Yeah, just a little bit there. That's okay. You're right. That is okay. All right, let's get into that top, the, the top tier of the board, the 9K range and above. We're going to give you three of our favorite GPP plays, a fade in this range, and a cash lock in this range. Because, you know, Pat, now that we don't have the course breakdown, we have a little extra time. And we definitely heard some feedback from a lot of people. You know, a couple weeks ago when I asked for feedback on what, what you'd like to see, cash plays was there. They said we have the best cash plays in the business. I do think we had pretty good cash plays back when we talked about that. But we're going to give you one in the, uh, in the 9K and above, 8K, and 7K range. So, Pat, looking at the top of the DraftKings board, uh, starting with John Rahm, 11-4. You got Rory here, as you mentioned. Uh, let's see. Willie Z is back. Good to, see. Good to see him. Terrell Hatton, former champion here at 9,300. Mark Leishman, another former champion. And Adam Scott kind of rounding out the bottom tier um of uh, of this range so what are you gonna do how are you attacking it um all right so here's what i'm gonna go with obviously you know, rory i gotta play rory are you okay Dude, are you okay right there yeah are you yeah you just made a lot of weird noises and then you just said rory i don't know did you not hear me maybe you maybe you no i did out. you just went like rory it gets me all excited rory McElroy. <laughs> that's the only reason you wanted to say that i didn't hit the button that was all sam i did not i know it was sam but you like set it up no i did i didn't plan on that listen i talked about rory on the uh fgs the other day so that could even you still it. mess it up oh what was the other thing you said the fgs uh you said the cock the pork play yeah not the pop the cork play difficult. the cock Word the pork play difficult sometimes especially when you're having a few cocktails but i do like <laughs> Rory this week. Um, you know, like I don't have to talk about really his history here. I mean, it's amazing. It's an amazing history here. Um, but I, I think that, you know, he's obviously playing well lately. You look at his stats, he's fourth in the field and strokes gained off the top 20 par five scoring. Um, the guy is just you know, whatever. I don't have to say much about, about him. You don't want to play him fine. I don't. Next guy down. Okay. For me, that's Sung J M at 9,900. I am going back into Sung Jay despite the fact that I know he screwed a lot of people. And I think you're going back I'm... into Sung Jay despite the fact that he screwed a lot of people. Yeah. You're going back into Sung Jay. I'm going despite the fact that he screwed around, a lot of people. Everything that anybody might say and in going into Sung Jay. <laughs> Wait, stop <laughs> saying going into Sung Jay. Why does this have to be so? He's such an innocent guy. Like, Sungjae is the, he, he's, he's so, he's too innocent for you, Pat. I don't understand why this needs to have these connotations. I, it was just, <laughs> I'm going back into Sungjae, despite the fact that he screwed everyone. This is a show for people that are <laughs> upstanding citizens. That's what uh, 9900. I like Sung Jay, and I think I might get a little bit of ownership leverage because he screwed so many people last week. Can I stop you there? Um, I, I meant to, I was gonna start off this range, I meant to because I was going to piss you off and steal Sung Jay from you because you talked about him in the betting show. Now you're talking about him you again. You told me to start, so you I know, I know, and I'm saying I forgot. I, I'm that's what I'm saying. I forgot. I love the Sung Jay play this week. I will be very curious to see how he shakes out when it comes to ownership. He was 20, 20 plus percent average owned last yeah, week no in DFS. That. So it's a classic scenario of, yeah, somebody just let, got, a lot of people got let down. They may want to hop off. But I mean, look at just in general, just how many cuts Sung JM misses. Not many. Okay. Not many. The last time he missed a cut was the Sony. And what did he do right after that? He finished 11th and then 6th. So, like, Sungjae can bounce back very easily. He didn't have the best week yeah. from an iron standpoint. But he also lost three strokes putting, and he's normally tour average or slightly better than tour average. 
in his PGA Tour career putting. He doesn't normally lose, you know, that many strokes, that many strokes putting. So I do think Sungjae is a great candidate for a GPP pivot. Okay. Thank you for your agreement. Yes, you're welcome. The next player that I have... I will not be going also, in Sungjae, but I, I, will, I will play Sungjae. Okay, well, the next player that I have is Will Zalatoris at 9,400. I like him a lot this week. He finished T10 his first time playing here. Um, we obviously know he's just he's a fantastic player. He's always a box checker. I mean, he's number one in the field in strokes gained approach. Top 10 in bogey avoidance. Top 20 off the tee. Putting is his deal, we know. So I think he can have a good putting week um, because I can think anybody can have a random good putting week. You just never know. So I like Willie's Zalatoris there at 9,400. My cash lock is Mark Leishman, though, at 9,100. I, I think Leishman is just, he's got a good history here. Look at the stats across the board for him. They're all good here. I mean, nothing is like really all that bad. It, when it, like, if you look in this field, and the things that I looked at the most, stroke gained off the tee, approach, par five scoring, all of that kind of stuff, scrambling. Um, he's no worse. I mean, the worst thing he is 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 forty third in stroke gained off in this field. So I think Mark Leishman is a very good cash play, and I could play him in tournaments as well. Um, so those are the who's your favorite? Hatton. Yeah. Hatton's my fave. I, I don't... Nope. No Hatton this week. I might let you expound upon that. Since... Well, I mean, he's, he's not quite the same Hatton. And yes, I know he's played well. Abu Dhabi, Dubai, what... You know, I think he played Saudi Arabia as well. He's, he's played well over there. Okay, great. But he is... He's not done well over here, for the most part, since June, really. Um... So I just don't see, you know, when he won here, he was a, I think he was a top 10 player in the world when he won. And he won in awful, awful conditions, like terrible conditions. You know, other than that, I mean, 21st last year, that's, that's pretty good. And losing five strokes putting, that was a good, that was a good showing. I just don't feel like he's the same player right now, currently. You know, he, he could surprise us for sure. But to me, Hatton is definitely a fade. And if he's chalk, I will gladly fade him. I don't think he will be though. I don't think people are going to jump on Hatton. But he's my fate as well. Uh, I like the Willie Z call, too. I had him written down as a cash play. I think Willie Z is going to be popular. I think he's going to be I also thought he could be cash, but I, I think... Yeah. I, I think he is a great... You know, if I'm going to play cash, I'm usually... Unless it's like an absolute dog, dog crap event, like I'm going to play people in the 9K to start my cash lineups. And so if I'm looking at the 9K, Willie Z feels like the safest bet to me. So uh, Willie Z at 9,400 is a cash play for me. Sungjae, total agreement. I had that written down. And then I have two at the top, and that's Scotty Scheffler and Hideki Matsuyama. Both come in <clears throat> with great form. We talked about, uh, well, Scotty's only played here one time, finished 15th. This is a great place for, every, every place is a great place for Scotty, really. Uh, the putting is what you worry about with both of these guys. But as we've seen, the, uh, you know, I mean, they don't, they don't have to do much with the putter to contend. Um, but even Hideki here, I talked about it on the betting show, like he's never missed a cut here in seven attempts. And, you know, last year finished 18th. He's got a sixth place finish, another top 25. And he's putted absolutely terrible here, like lost six strokes, lost eight strokes, lost five strokes putting. And that's way worse than like what he normally does on a, you know, for the PGA Tour. The putter has been better lately like he's he's actually having some moments of decent putting so i think hideki is another one that gives you a lot of i think will give you leverage i don't think people are going to play and i think people are going to be drawn to rory and hovland up there for sure um but i i, I really like scheffler and hideki up there i think i think that could be where the leverage is so there's the 9k range okay look at us um i mentioned there's one thing i wanted to come back to the live tour junkies golf event september 23rd and september 24th in Pennsylvania at Mountain Valley Golf Club. Lovely place there at Mountain Valley. We talked about this last week. We, we announced that tickets were on sale to the Nut Hut members only. Tickets started going, especially the two-day tickets, the Friday and Saturday tickets. Friday is going to be the grudge match of the century, Team DB versus Team Pat in the first-ever Golby's Cup, Ryder Cup-style match play. 
I've got my team going. Pat's got his team going. We're going to have a great day that day, and it's going to end with an epic shootout at Mountain Valley. Listen, all I'm going to say is we'll, we'll, we'll drip out details later, but Mountain Valley said we can do just about anything we want to do on their golf course as long as we don't mess up the golf course. I'm excited about that. Producer Sam is helping out a ton with this. It's going to be one of the best golf tournaments, if not the best golf tournament you've ever been to. Yes, Foreplay does some cool golf tournaments. This thing is going to be banana land, okay? The, the ticket buying is going to be extended for one more week to Nut Hut members only for one more week. So the only way you can get a ticket right now is to be a Nut Hut member. There are, I think I have, so I think, I think I have like four, three or four more spots available on my team. Pat has five or six spots available on his team for the Friday event. If you, don't, if you can't come to the Friday event, that's perfectly fine. You can come to Saturday only. I think there's, you know, we can't announce it yet, but we're working on something for Sunday. That's an NFL Sunday. That's a Sunday of the President's Cup Sunday. That's a legal gambling state. Let me just tell you, we're working on something really sweet for that Sunday. So if you can't make the Friday thing, that's perfectly fine. The Saturday and Sunday deal is going to be tremendous, okay? So those tickets are also on sale now, but you have to be in the Nut Hut, okay? You do have options of a place to stay. There's a hotel like three miles away. We've got a block of rooms at a discount. When those rooms are out, they are out. Um, or you can camp on the driving range at no additional charge, or you can park an RV in the parking lot at no additional charge. It's going to be an absolutely incredible, incredible event. I'm excited about it. Um, so one more week in the Nut Hut, and then next week, next Monday night for the Players' Championship, we will make the link live, and you can go buy tickets and lock it up for September 23rd and September 24th, Mountain Valley Golf Club in Barnesville, Pennsylvania. I believe I got all that right. Sam will tell me if I've, if I've not. Anything else to add there? No, it's just, I mean, it's going to be incredible time. I mean, Team Pat's really shaping up lately. Yeah. Things have looked up. This has been a big week. We've got a good, we got a big commitment this week. Um, so, pretty excited about it. Okay, that's enough of that. Um, <laughs> 8K range. 8K range on DraftKings. I like this range. I, you know, I don't. Sometimes I, I to, struggle. I I'm going crazy with this range. You're going crazy? Mm-hmm. All right, let's hear it. Who's the crazy? Well, I'll start uh, it, it, a little bit lower here um, because we started, you know, Billy Horstel's here at the top. You got some Sam Burns in here, Tringali at the bottom. Everybody loves some Tringali. But you know what? I'm just going in the middle with Jason Kokrak. I like him a lot on this course. You know, he, he, can, he can bomb it out here. He can do I – mean, he's, he's played well here in the past. Um, but Jason Kokrak at 8,400, I really like. Here's where I'm going to go crazy. Okay. I'm going to go with a guy that has missed a few cuts recently. That. Um, is I feel like falling out of favor after a little bit of a love affair with this guy in the in the community. Can I guess? Uh, the last few years. You can guess, and I think you'll get it. Taylor Gooch. Nope. Oh. Okay. Nope. nope. Uh, Sam Burns? Sam Burns. Yeah. I'm going to go with some Sam Burns there at 8,800. He has missed his last three cut. I don't think he likes it. We don't know enough about Sam Burns. To get an idea of like West Coast, East Coast, and whether or not mm. you know he's you know how much he liked the 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 coast, mm -hmm. but I feel like he's an East Coast guy, and I feel like we're about to see him flip the switch a little bit. Um, his putting has not been good. Actually, a lot of parts of his game have not been good the last few weeks with missing three straight cuts. But I think we're going to see a little resurgence this week in Sam Burns. Yeah, I believe he's going to be super low owned. I just don't see how he could be high owned. Coming off a three cut miss, he's a tempting player if he's slow owned. I mean the 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 ceiling for him is very nice. It's very nice, and he's eighty eight hundred. I think that might throw a few people off as well. But he has played this tournament four times, made the cut three out of four times. Um, you want a little more out of that uh, than just a, a made cut from a guy at eighty eight hundred. But that's the reason I'm playing him. I think he's going to have low ownership. I think he's got upside. Um, I think this is a course that he can play well. Um, and, you know, coming off of those three missed cuts is, is you know, doesn't look pretty. But I'm not, in, I'm not into pretty this week. I'm oh. into trying to win some money. Okay. 
And I think that, uh, you know, maybe an ugly Burns is the Burns you want. Huh. And so I'm going to play him at 8,800. So there you go. My you keep, fade, by the way. You keep going in on Sungjae after everybody, after he screws everybody, you will have some ugly Burns. Yeah. Yeah. And then my fade is going to be Sergio Garcia at 8,100. Yep. We're on the same page on the fades. Okay. I'll, I'll spare everyone. The, the, the fade is also Sergio for me. Uh, iron plays terrible putting is even worse um so yeah i think i'm out i mean ball striking is obviously great he's sergio but uh i think i'm probably gonna go with two i'm gonna go with two of these guys out of the i'm gonna give you three names and i'm gonna pick what i'll probably end up doing is playing the two lowest owned and i'll bet i'll probably bet i might bet all i might i'll probably have at least two of these guys on my card maybe all three who knows how it'll shake out uh, my favorite play, just in a vacuum here, so cash play for sure, is Keith Mitchell. Um, super hot right now. Form is hot. Um, ball striking is hot. Putter heating up. Uh, he's got a sixth-place finish here. His very first time out here to Bay Hill. You know, an experience tends to matter here. He, he finishes sixth. Next year, what does he do? He backs that up with a fifth, okay? Um, last year, finished 43rd, whatever. Ball striking's been great for Keith. He finally, you know, you talk about West Coast, East Coast, right? Well, Keith, you know, stuck over there putting on whatever hybrid grass they have at Scottsdale. You know, the poet, Pebble, the poet at the Farmers, um, and he's losing strokes putting. He gets to Tiff Eagle Bermuda last week at the Honda, and what does he do? Bing bong, 4.7 strokes gain Mm -hmm. putting. All right? Now he's home, baby. He's home. He, He lives in Ciala. He's a Ciala Mafia boy. He don't know he his his bed sheets are Tiff Eagle Bermuda. This this fool knows Tiff Eagle Bermuda. He knows the grain. He knows all of it. So this is you do not hop off the you do not hop off the Keith Mitchell train right now. You ride the Keith mm-hmm. Mitchell train into glory. Also, where did he go to college, Pat? I believe he's a Georgia Bulldog. He's a Georgia Bulldog. Go dogs! It's the year of the dog. When are you people going to start believing it? You got to believe it. So I could see Keith getting another victory this year, and it could be this week. So in a vacuum is Keith Mitchell. Then it's Jason Kokrak. You already mentioned. I totally agree with Jason Kokrak. Love that. And then it's Cameron Tringali at 8,000. Um, you know, the ball striking continues to be great for, for Cameron Tringali. He's having a hard time, you know, closing the door on, on, a, on his first PGA Tour victory, but we've seen guys do it. And I do feel like he's had enough close calls, close encounters, with that ever-elusive first PGA Tour victory, that when he gets in it again, he can close the door. But, I mean, this is a guy who consistently is a very good iron player, uh, very good around the greens, and a pretty solid putter. So, um, Cameron Tringali, I'll probably end up taking two of the three lower-owned guys there. That's, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Tringali's like the, the, the new co-correct. He's the one like people are waiting on to, yeah, to get a victory. I feel like, yeah. Did people think Kokrak was going to get there, though? I feel like nobody did, and then he just got I there. I think people did. I think Kokrak had the... He always, I've always felt like he had the ability to get a win. Okay. For golly, I'm not so sure. <laughs> Man, he has had so many calls, though, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. Let's get uh, let's get into the seven K range now. You know, normally this is a range for me. I feel like it's it's really tough to choose. I think quickly I've narrowed it down to probably five or six names here, which is okay. good for a Monday night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually you're just reeling them off. Okay. No, we stick to we stick to. I our... know, I know, but it feels like you are. No. Because you name all the names, you look at the graphic, and you start naming everybody. Well, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that now. All right. Then you say, but these are my favorites. So it starts with Tommy Fleetwood, who's a hack. Okay. Starts with Tommy Fleetwood, Jason Day. Ugh. Um, Poor poor Fleetwood. What? Poor guy. Like, we just. I love Tommy. I I think he's a great guy. And I hope he finds some form, but I'm not buying it at this point. You talk, actually, you know who's a hack. The two names down there at 7,400 Patrick Reed and Matthew Wolf. Yes. Holy crap. Matthew Wolf. I think Matthew Wolf could be on the, the Corn Ferry Tour next year. No, 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 no. Or no. a year from now. He can't be on the Corn Ferry Tour. 
No, he's got he's well, too. I don't I don't I'm not talking like like technically due to the rules. But like I don't know. I mean, he had really fast success in his first season, really when he wasn't even a full member. But since then, it's been kind of yeah, it's been, su- it's been sus. He's had like this he's had lulls like like he's very hot and cold though. Like he's had the a thing lull. is for him the way he hits the ball. If like there's a course every year that's going to be a good Matthew Wolf course yeah. that he can. It's amazing to me that he even competed well in U.S. Open. Like, I wish, that's what I don't understand. Well, U.S. Opens though they set him up to be such bombers courses. I mean, yeah, those are, but not with the rough though. Yeah, like, no, no, that makes it easier because everybody, everybody's in the rough or, or, or so far that the little short knockers that don't get, can't get it there. But that's what Bryson did. He bludgeoned it down there, no, 50, I, 60 I yards you. in front of I'm everybody. I'm just saying that, yeah, that's a whole nother. He, he went through this little spell in like late 2020, beginning of 2021 that was also not great. I mean, it's not as bad as what we saw last week. It was one event. I'm not ready to completely put him out to pasture like that. I mean, geez, in November, he had two top fives and a T11. I do wish I could find the tape, though, because I remember when he first came out and his swing and everybody was, like, drooling over his swing and George Gankis started to become this big thing. I was like, dude, I don't know. I just don't know how I that said this too. How all that think... holds up under yeah. PGA Tour standards his and pressure. His timing and everything has to be, like, perfect. Yeah. Anyway. I don't like it. The, the hand-eye coordination has to be good and well, there's the fade, by the way. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, all right, who are your plays? I actually had Fleetwood as a fade, but I, I, I oh, you've kind okay. of talked me into, into Wolf, obviously, as well. Gotcha. Okay. Who's your? Give me your plays in the 7K range. Okay, I have going first in every round. Oh, sorry. Okay, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. Um, let me see how. All right, I'll give you my. I'll give you a cash lock and GPP lock, but Lonto Griffin in cash for me. I I think you can go all the way down to seventy one hundred and play Lonto in a cash lineup. That should probably be your your last man in a cash lineup. But I Lonto's long iron play. His record here's been good. He's coming into form, hitting the ball great right now. Love Lonto at seventy one hundred, um, and would lock him in in cash. And I hope he's you know four percent owned in a GPP. I'll have loads of him. But I do think that there's another player down there in that range. I'm going to give you some cheap 7K plays uh, this week. This guy's coming into form. Uh, he was missing a bunch of cuts, and all of a sudden at the Farmers, he finished 39th. At Waste Management, finished 23rd. At the Genesis, finished 21st, and that was the last time we saw him. Mr. Sebastian Munoz, who mm. you know has played here twice, missed cut in a 49th last year. Um, so this is third trip around Bay Hill, but the last couple weeks, especially that he played in February, I mean, <laughs> gained almost 10 strokes at the waste management, T to green gained nine at the Genesis, but God, he can't, he couldn't talk about not being able to putt. He lost four, almost four strokes at the waste management and a little over four at the Genesis. I mean, that's always been Sebastian Munoz's issue. Um, but guess what? His best putting surface is Pat. It's Bermuda. Uh, Bermuda. There we go. Bermuda. So I think we should have a song that's like Sam. No. We should have a song that's like Bermuda, but it sounds like the love boat. What is that? You've never seen the love boat show? No. No. You haven't? What, was that was that on like right after Mash or something for you? Yes, or, yes, uh, it probably was. What what's the Bermuda. Lassie? Did you watch Lassie as a kid? Did you want Taking a little Lassie? Flight on the sea of grass. Okay. <laughs> Sam <laughs> likes it. He put it in the chat. Some Sam of your songs it. I'm down with. I'm not down with that one. You're not down with the Love Boat no. slash Bermuda song? No. No. Um, all right. So now I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of a couple more GPP plays. Tom Hoagie. I'm wondering if anybody's going to be paying attention to yes, Tom Hoagie. they are. Yes. You think they are? Yeah. Well, I have them written down. Coming so off, I was. Okay. Well, coming off his win, finishes 14th, missed cut of the Genesis, whatever. Uh, lost strokes, putting, all that good stuff. But, I mean, here he's done all right. 26th, 15th. He did miss the cut here last year. But I like the ball striking. I like the, you know, his 
he is a bad putter in general, but his best surface is definitely Bermuda for old Tom Hoagie. So I think Hoagie could give you a little leverage. Uh, so yeah, Lanto, Munoz, Hoagie. I mean, those are those are three really cheap ones that I, I really feel good about down there in the 7K. I don't love the top end of this range, honestly. I think that's why, you know, I could see a lot of my lineup construction being like a dab or two up top and then maybe that Killa Keith, Tringali, and then, you know, one of the one or two of these guys. No, I agree. I mean, I think the um and the way I'd like to play it is I just don't see myself ending up landing on some of these guys in the top end of the seven K range. I, I do think, you know, I mentioned Cebez on the betting show. Um I, I think he could be a pretty good play this week. He's top ten in, in putting on Bermuda grass. He's top twenty in bogey avoidance. He's top twenty in strokes game to approach. Um so I think I would give him as my play in the top end. Um, Gary Woodland interests me though, and I don't, I cannot say that he's an official play, but there's just something about Gary Woodland that makes me want to jump on him this week after he finished, you know, in the top ten last week. I just this I'm throwing this out there. This is this is Pat's gut play of the week. Gary Woodland. Yeah. Isn't it just like, I, I just say his name with such trepidation every week. I think I said yeah. his name last week. I'm pretty sure I said like, mm, I'm kind of feeling a little Gary. It's like catching my eye. And mm-hmm. then I was so afraid to roster him. And then what happens? He top fives. That, and that, yeah. that is what happens. And then anytime I'm like, you know what? It's Gary Woodland week. Let's Gary Woodland week. Round up the troops. What does he Miscut. do? cut. On Friday, he's slamming his trunk. He's getting in his rental, his, his courtesy car, and he's dipping. I, I I don't know that in seven years I have ever of doing this show, I have ever hit a Gary Woodland week in seven years. It, we we certainly didn't hit him when he won the U.S. Open. No. Um. All right. Next one was Hoagie for me. Well, yeah. I'm going dropping down a little lower. Hoagie there at seventy three. I'm kind of surprised you didn't mention another dog here. It's 7,500 in Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk has been really good. All right, he's coming off of a top 10 last week. He was seventh. Um, you look at the, the stats for him. Uh, by the way, that's the seventh place after a T14 at Enfield. Um, Stats for him are good. Top 25 off the tee, 45th in approach. He's top 10 in strokes gained around the green, top 30 in bogey avoidance, and top 15, or sorry, top 44 in bogey avoidance. I was right down. By the way, Luke List is right there next to Chris Kirk, which I think is going to, that's going to throw everybody off from actually taking Chris Kirk because they're going to go to Luke List if they're looking at just the stat. But, you know. Well, they're going to look, they're going to look at what Kirk did last week. I mean, he got a little bit of air time too. Kirk played well. He finished top 10. I know. I said they, they're going to look at him because he played well. And then he has, even though like we, we kind of like put Kirk out of our, our memory a little bit. He had a few the tough years or a really tough year and a half. He's had two, three straight top 15 finishes on this court. 13th alone in 2018. That's pretty 15, strong. He 15 in 2019. Took the year off in 2020. And then had a P8, so a top 10 finish last year. I think Chris Kirk makes a whole lot of sense there at 7,500. Hmm. So, okay. Okay. Did you give a cash play here? Do you anybody in cash? Um, actually, to be honest, if I'm, if I'm going to cash in this range, um, I think, I think Hoagie's, Hoagie's the cash play. <laughs> That's a little risky to me. I, I feel like Hoagie's a little risky there. Why? The guy just from- because, like, just the post-win thing. And I know he had a good week after that, but just, like, I don't know. It all settles in, and he's kind of... Who was your cash play? Lan- Lanto. That doesn't feel risky to you? It feels a little less risky. I don't know. I- I'm really high on Lanto this week. Okay. All right. Um, all right, before we get to the 6K plays of the week and our picks down there, I got to remind everybody that, uh, you know, if you take... If you-, if you got crappy coffee, you need some help. Our friends at Trade Coffee are here to help you. Most of that stuff at the grocery store is stale. You know, the coffee that you, you, you know that you think you love and you, all that kind of stuff, you don't. You don't love it. You need an upgrade. Instead of rebuying the same old stuff, let Trade Coffee send you something freshly roasted 
that you're guaranteed to love. Whether you're a coffee nerd, you just want a better daily cup, trade coffees, real experts, taste tested over 400 roasts, and use technology to match you to your ideal coffee based on your preferences and brewing method. All you got to do is take the coffee quiz. I took it. Pat took it. Very cool. You tell them what you, you know, what you drink it for, when you drink it, how much you drink of it, what do you like, what kind of machine do you use. It's good stuff. And then they spit out, okay, here are the bags for you. They guarantee you're going to love your first bag, and they'll replace it for free if you don't. Trade Coffee has been featured by the New York Times, Wired, GQ, and has delivered over 5 million bags of coffee. Their subscription is in no hassle. Skip shipments, change your frequency whenever you want, or cancel at any time. And for our listeners, right now Trade Coffee is offering a total of $20 off your first three bags when you go to drinktrade.com slash tourjunkies. To get started, take their quiz at drinktrade.com slash tourjunkies and start your journey to your perfect cup. That's drinktrade.com slash tourjunkies for $20 off your first three bags. Boom. All right, Pat. 6K range. I'm going to start this one, and I'm going to steal one of your guys from the betting show. What? 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 This, this means I will have started half the range, the ranges. And no, I said you weren't listening to me. Oh. I, just, I was just saw the, like, the graphic came up, and I was just thinking about how many guys are in here. Oh, yeah. Good. Um, I don't love, I mean, I'm not going to be, I do, the guys, the guys that I like here, there's really one that I really like. And then there's one that I like, kind of like, and then there's one that I'm like, okay, he's, he's a risky play, risky biscuit, but it could pay off. Um, the first one that I, I really like, is Carlos Ortiz right there at $6,900. PGA Tour winner. Uh, comes in in decent form. You know, T33 at Scottsdale, T39 at the Genesis. Um, Carlos has had a couple good showings here, a 21st, a 29th. Miscut last, last time he came out in 2020. But a good ball striker, good off the tee, good iron play. has been good. Putting's okay. It's actually, putting's actually been really good lately. Um, you know, if he can, if he can not you know, chunk chip shots or skull bang one across the green, then he could be in contention. That's really all it takes for Carlos Ortiz. That's where we're at, people. I like him a lot. He's a grinder. I like him on a course like this. And then right there next to him, also at 6,900, one of your guys you mentioned on the betting show I also like, but I don't like him to bet outright. But I like him in DFS. Andrew Putnam, 6,900 bucks. Putnam's coming off, uh, you know, he had a good little run there at the beginning of 2022. 14th at the Amex, 6th at Pebble Beach. We saw him struggle at the Genesis, but he just had an off week with the driver is what it is. Finished 4th here at the API in 2021. He's really a, he's a putting guy for sure, and he plays really well in the wind, according to Fantasy National. Uh, w- real windy conditions. Again, you know, not really committed to anything with the weather just yet, being Monday night, but this place can get a little breezy at times. We'll see. See what happens, but... Uh, you know, Andrew Putnam feels like a decent cut maker with upside down there for 6900 bucks. My last play, at $6,400. We just saw him play the Honda. Um, Danny Willett, or as you say, Danny Willett. Willett. He has, uh, he's played here a couple times, played here four times, withdrew one time, missed the cut, first time out, 18th in 2020, 31st in 2021. Like I said, finished 48th at the Honda. So I like the fact that he, you know, this, the Honda was his first event stateside in 2022. I like that he came out, he gained 5.6 strokes, T to green. Love that. He lost four and a half putting. Don't love that, but I didn't have him last week, so no big deal. And he's not generally a great putter, and he's not generally a great Bermuda putter, but he's not generally that bad. So I do think that, you know, having... Just left some Tiff Eagle Bermuda putting surfaces, and now he's coming to more Tiff Eagle Bermuda that he's actually had a good, you know, a good record at. In fact, he's gained, uh, he's gained strokes two out of the four times playing at the Arnold Palmer putting, which is incredible. So uh, he's got a good record here. I like Danny Willett. I think he's sneaky at 6,400. I mean, Danny Willett's a Masters champion, people. Remember that. Like, so this is not... This is not something that's like above and above Danny Willett's reach. Now he hasn't done really anything in terms of a PGA Tour or major championship since 2020, but he's a decent player. I think he's got some potential at 6,400. I think he could, you know, top 25 upside or so. Okay. Um. Well, you know, I agree with you on Andrew Putnam. I, I think he's a good play down here in the 
six K range. A couple guys though that I will mention. Um, I, I think Bo Hostler. Um, he's been playing very well recently. He's not going to check a whole box, a lot of boxes when it comes to the stats. But you know, had a third place finish at Pebble Beach, missed the cut at Phoenix, made the cut at Genesis with a T forty eight, and then had a T sixteen last week at Honda. And that was kind of a sneaky T sixteen. Like he was just sort of solid all week, which really is what you want out of got sixty seven hundred. So I like him. And then right beneath him, a guy that a lot of people were on last week. We really were not on this guy. Um, he makes he's been making a lot of cuts. Um, and he was a guy that we've been talking about all year long, you know, sort of coming off the Corn Ferry tour. A, a, a great player. But Adam Svensson at sixty seven hundred had a top ten last week. I think this is um, this is another mm. good spot coming off of that top ten and the confidence that he had. So I like him there at uh, sixty seven hundred, also right next to Bo Oster. So and he's and he is a guy that's going to check some box for you on the stat category. Ugh, I'm running out of breath. Jeez, dude, you all right? <sighs> hey, uh, you you nailed your six K play last week with Mark Hubbard. Good job. Yeah, so Spitzen, though, I do like. Top 30 in the field in strokes gained approach. Top 20 in good drives gained. Top 25 in par 5 scoring. I think Spitzen is is another guy that, uh, like Hubbard last week, really, to be honest, who's playing in Puerto Rico. He was on, uh, I heard him on the radio today. He's very confident. Oh, very nice. Um, you know, I forgot to give a shout-out to our Nut Hut Listener League winner, by the way, uh, last week, Ian. Disaster master. 417 yes. points. Last week he was on Great my he person. was on my my GNC team. Old Ian was, uh, I like him. Is he Team Pat? Did he did he? Uh... I believe he is. I believe. Did he, he buy a TV. ticket? I feel like he bought a ticket. Maybe yeah. I'm making that up. No, maybe he didn't. I don't think he's bought a ticket yet. But I do think he's Team Pat, despite me helping get him to the GNC title, uh, no. just a couple weeks ago. But anyway. Uh, we did. It was. It has been brought to our attention, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we do need to bring this up. This is an important announcement that uh, producer Sam has yet another week gone by where he has uh, mistyped or misspelled or done something ridiculous on our graphics. Chance. It's becoming habitual, and we are not going to tolerate it because we're a, we're a, we're a show of excellence around here. We yeah, really are. We are. Um, he spelled Aaron Wise with a C in front of it. So it's turned him into Karen Wise, which is interesting. Producer Sam, uh, what do you have to say for yourself? Because we are we yeah. are debating on bringing uh, sanctions against you. Yeah, I, I totally understand. Um, I mean, I I feel like maybe a ranch water is appropriate. Is what I would do to me. Can I ask you a question, Sam? Is there anything yeah. on the front of your hat? No. Okay, so you're one of those guys who just wears a blank colored hat. Yes. Like you're an umpire. Did yeah. you just leave a, a some sort of a adolescent basketball yeah. league that you re, you refereed or well, I guess you would wear a hat. Where um, do you no. get blank hats from? Where's the blank hat? You get them from the place yeah, where they make custom hats, but you just buy it off the rack and then you don't have them do anything to it. Well, I, there's many places to get a blank hat, Pat, to answer your question. Is that a, is that a uh, Northeastern thing? Like, people in the South don't do that. Yeah, it's a, no, it's a Brooklyn thing. You just wear a black you wouldn't, hat. You wouldn't, under, you wouldn't understand. Okay. Uh, Let's get back to the, yeah. the, the, the matter at hand here and your, mm -hmm. your failure at typing. Right. Yeah. Um, so, Karen-wise, was there you didn't do that on purpose though did you, you just, Ooh, that just that's happened? a good question that's a good question no i, I copy them from mm. DraftKings and i paste and then there was a c left from last week and that ended up in front of the a there was a c left from last like from a, pr a player like okay, maybe it was so he didn't have a c in like, front of his name last week and then he changed it this week so but it no was, no no it was a, rem a remainder a, rem okay. a, a remnant from last week Okay. A rogue C hanging around the old Canva template for yeah. producer Sam, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah, Sam, do you have a ranch water shot there handy? Uh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> producer Sam, we're going to make him pay up, people. Fridge. I don't have a spoon handy. Just so put we're a little gonna, glob in there. You're going to do it with it, your it, finger? It went. It went. Is that good? 
Uh, a little more. Let me see. That's oh. good. That's good. Extra glob oh, there. Gosh. Okay. Look at it coagulating. Look, look, like show how it congeals. Oh, it makes me sick just looking at it. Okay. I hate that. It looks like an egg, an egg in water. Sam, have you ever done this before? You haven't done this, right? I have not. Do you like ranch dressing? Uh, you know. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a creamy ranch, so I think that's going to make it worse. You know. Remind me to when we get off air. Remind me to tell you a dirty joke about ranch dressing. Okay, you got it. I got a good one. <laughs> um, okay. Well, bottoms up, and uh, may go. I learn to type better. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> like a, it's like a, a ranch oyster yeah. just floats down Sam your throat. Is, I don't know if he... <laughs> can, I, can I be honest? I think you guys made that look worse than it actually is. No, dude, I, I have a gag reflex. I'm well, telling now, you. I will say, hey, I handled it. I did this before, too, and I, did, I handled it better than DB. Uh, yeah. I didn't hate it. I, okay. don't, I do not do stuff that does not, does not taste good. I don't do it. I just can't. I will gag. Well, yeah, on with the show, and I'm, I'm, person, DB, like I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm like, a texture person. I bet you wouldn't like oysters. I don't like oysters for that reason. Yeah, you're exactly right. Yeah. Um, or Denny okay. Shrimp, by the way. There's a betting show reference for you. I could, All right. I'm, I, could, I could slam some Denny's fried golden God, shrimp right now. Stop. Scampi. Stop. Um, all right, let's get to the joint lineup build. Let's go ahead and right. make the trashiest lineup possible uh, as Sam you know, chases his ranch water shot with some. We gotta come up with something nastier for Sam if he kinda likes that. Then we'll have we'll be having Karen Wise's running rogue all over the place. Um joint lineup build last week was hashtag bad. So, you know, the the moral of this is people don't build a lineup in two minutes. You know, on a Monday night. This actually that's why we're doing this. We're teaching you guys lessons. You know? Don't you know do as we say, not as we do. Don't build your lineups on Monday night and then leave them and commit to them. You know? You gotta tinker. And you got to get all the information that comes out on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. And definitely don't do it in two minutes. But here we are. By the way, there's some new contests in drafting. Oh, good. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. There's, um, a, there's a $40 single entry. $40? Okay. Did they do away with the $33 and they just, no, they, it's I inflation? They still have that. It's probably inflation. Maybe I'm wrong. When inflation hits DraftKings, I'm in trouble. I'll tell you that much. Is the rake going up? Okay. Okay. Two minute lineup, GPP. We're gonna leave, always leave some money on the table because that's one easy way to differentiate yourself and not have duplicates. Because most people will max out all the salary. So Pat, are you ready? Yes. All right, and go. Uh, let's. Can we start with Sung Jm? Yeah, I like that. Can we do? I know he's gonna be. I want to eat a little bit of chalk here. Keith Mitchell. Okay. I feel I very strongly about I, Keith Mitchell. I feel very strongly about that. Person. Okay, good. Um, what if, we, if we're going down below that a little bit, mm-hmm. could I interest you in some Cam Young? Yes. Yes. I will play Cam Young. Okay. Look All at right. us. Look at this us. Is, wow. This, this, is is what, this is what the world needs. Um, okay, what if we... Uh, what, let me just see what happens if we put in... Like Hideki. Okay. Can I, just I don't see mind that? that. What happens? I don't mind that. Put I that would in. like to go Rory, but that's too high for us. Whew, okay. Okay, let's do, let's do this. Let's do, I like this. Are you okay with this? What if we go, we both agreed on Hoagie. I know you don't love Lonto. I'd rather Lonto. Or what if, well, let's go in the 6K range and look at somebody here like Vincent. Mm, uh, or I don't. I, I don't feel confident enough about Hostler, even though I would do Putnam, Putnam or T. How about Putnam? Okay, let's do Putnam. Let's do Putnam. We both like that. All right, that's so that leaves us seventy three hundred, and then uh, now we need to leave a little bit. Okay, okay. Hoagie's not going to do that. What about what about Lanto? Did I talk into Lanto or Munoz? What about McCarthy? No, no. Like Lanto or Munoz. I, I would rather go Munoz over Lanto. All right, go Munoz. I'll, I can I can do that. Look at us. I like it. Okay. Okay. Left three hundred on the table. Sung Jay, Keith Mitchell, Cameron Young, Hideki Matsuyama, Andrew Putnam, Sebastian Munoz. 
I like that. This feels like a very good DPP lineup right here. It does feel like a good lineup. We don't have a ton of that 9K and above exposure. We Well, I mean, the 10K, I guess, I guess we do. Sung Jay and Sadeki. Yeah. Uh, okay, great. Good stuff. Two-minute men lineup is done. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Let's have a great week. The content train is rolling with DB full-time. Now it's time to get Pat full-time, which means like, subscribe. Subscribe to, you know, everywhere. All the things that we do, right? Five-star reviews on Apple. You can now review on Spotify as well. That will help us out. All those things help us. Follow us on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram. By the way, part of one of DB's big-time initiatives as I'm now full-time is TikTok videos. So be prepared. I've already done two today. I even sung about this when you were going full-time. You did. Yes, you did. And you did a TikTok video as well yeah. this week. And, not, and I'm not talking about the Jackson Mahomes dance that you did no, last week, which was fantastic. No, the Sepp Straka victory lap. Yeah. So, yeah, check it all out and leave a comment. Your favorite Pat memory. It's Pat's birthday on Tuesday. Happy birthday, buddy. We'll be back next week live for the players from Pat's house together, probably inebriated. May your screens be green. See you.